This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Charlie Starr, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. President Tsai Ing-wen has said that there is sufficient resolve to bring about transitional justice for Taiwan's indigenous people groups if people are willing to listen and take differing viewpoints on board. That comes as an opposition-led motion to abolish the statute governing the promotion of transitional justice has failed. And lawmakers from both the ruling and opposition parties have called for a new way to approach cross-strait relations. But first, today's top story. President Tsai Ing-wen said Friday that there is sufficient resolve to bring about transitional justice for Taiwan's indigenous people groups if people are willing to listen and take differing viewpoints on board. The president was speaking at a meeting of the Presidential Office Indigenous Historical Justice and Transitional Justice Committee. The committee was set up two years ago. Tsai said the committee's work has borne fruit over the past two years. This includes bringing the history and culture of Taiwan's indigenous peoples into school curriculums and mediating in conflicts between indigenous groups and commercial interests. The president said many people in Taiwan have differing viewpoints on the issue of transitional justice, which should be heard. But, she said, all of society would need to work together to address wrongs of history. I believe that clarifying historical truth, sincerely wanting to have harmony between different people groups and different generations, what we need is to do something difficult, to be willing to listen to different viewpoints from society, to communicate and understand each other. We still have sufficient resolve to make Taiwan a genuine country of transitional justice. That was President Tsai Ing-wen speaking on Friday. In related news, an opposition-led motion to abolish the statute governing the promotion of transitional justice has failed. The motion was led by opposition Guomindang or KMT lawmaker Lai Shibao and others. Lai accused members of the Transitional Justice Commission of violating the independent body's integrity and impartiality since the statute became effective last December. The ruling Democratic Progressive Party, or DPP, which holds the majority in the legislature, blocked the motion on Friday. The DPP said the commission should continue its mission to address issues such as the rehabilitation of political prisoners from Taiwan's martial law era. Earlier this week, the commission called for the removal of symbols of totalitarianism in Taiwan, including images of the former ROC leader Chiang Kai-shek. Lawmakers from both the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, or DPP, and the opposition Gormindang, or KMT, have called for a new way to approach cross-strait relations. At the previous Taipei-Shanghai Twin City Forum in 2016, Taipei Mayor Ke Wenjie said the two sides of the Taiwan Strait belong to one family. The statement became the subject of much controversy. At the opening banquet of this year's forum, Ke said new language should be found to define cross-strait relations. He said phrases like one family or 1992 consensus are too politically loaded. KMT lawmaker Johnny Jiang said Friday, however, that coining a new phrase is not the key to solving cross-strait issues. 
Jiang said he hopes both sides can avoid emphasizing political ideology and find pragmatic ways to approach ties. DPP lawmaker Luo Zhizheng said, on the other hand, that the two sides need to build trust to resolve the current state of stalemate across the Taiwan Strait. The city of Taichung is set to impose heavier fines on the use of plastic bags from next year. Stores which give plastic bags to customers will be fined up to 200 U.S. dollars. To curb the use of plastic bags, Taichung will impose a stiffer punishment on violators starting January 1st. Local environmental officials have posed as customers to see if stores have continued to offer plastic bags in violation of regulations. Five soft drinks shops, three wholesale stores, and one bakery were found to have flouted the ban, thanks to reports by members of the public. An official said violators will be fined at least 40 U.S. dollars and up to 200 U.S. dollars under the Waste Disposal Act. The official said the period that advises against the use of plastic bags will end on January 1st. The punishments have received a mixed response from the public. One bakery owner said the ban has lost them customers. One owner of a soft drinks shop, however, said the ban does not affect her business because the public has become increasingly aware of the importance of environmental protection. She said some customers have started to bring their own eco-friendly bags. Paula Chow, RTI News. Some 25 children are abused every day in Taiwan, about one per hour. That's according to a local foundation dedicated to children's welfare. News of a father abusing his naked three-year-old son in Xinzhu City made the front page of many local papers earlier this year. It also tops the list of 10 child abuse cases of the year, according to the Taiwan Fund for Children and Families. In Taipei on Wednesday, the organization said that children in 7 out of top 10 cases of child abuse were under the age of 6. In total, the organization claimed more than 9,000 instances of child abuse in Taiwan this year, or one incident every hour. Some of the cases, they said, resulted in the death of the child. Chen Lingjun, a senior police official, said that some of the cases were brought to light by witnesses who posted photos and videos directly on the internet. She said this type of action exposes the identity of the children involved and violates child protection laws. Chen advised the public to notify the police if they are aware of an ongoing case of child abuse. Jake Chen, RTI News. This is Radio Taiwan International. As the official middle of winter, according to the lunar calendar, arrives, it's traditional to eat glutinous rice balls to stave off the cold. These chewy balls, known as tangyuan, are served heated up in a sweet soup. At this time of year, well-known tangyuan makers find their products in hot demand. In Xilor Township in the central county of Yunlin, this shop has been serving tangyuan for over 50 years. The seasonal surge in demand has seen them set up a makeshift tented area next to the store to expand production as they roll the balls, then box them up to get them onto trucks and send them out. As well as the traditional pink and white tangyuan, the store also offers five flavour balls which have been a particular hit with kids. The flavours also include green tea and ginger. 
The eastern county of Taidong is set to welcome Taiwan's first ray of sunshine in 2019. The county, that boasts a coastline 170 kilometers long, has long been a popular place to welcome the new year. The Tourism Bureau is planning an event at a local landmark called the Three Fairy Platform. It is called Nualian in the indigenous Amis language, meaning the easternmost place. As the public will have a four-day long weekend starting next Saturday, many hotels in Taidong are already fully booked. Han Guoyu, the newly elected mayor of Kaohsiung in southern Taiwan, has said he plans to build a race course to boost the local economy. He is looking at the site of an oil refinery that has been closed since 2015. The state-owned petroleum company CPC Corp, however, responded by detailing its future plans for the area. CPC said it has set aside 76 out of a total 253 hectares to build research facilities for recyclable technologies. It said it is currently cleaning up the remaining 177 hectares. The project, CPC said, is set for completion by 2033. Han's team said it will further evaluate the feasibility of the plan after he takes office. Han will be sworn in on December 25th. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm Charlie Starrer. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.